ladies. Welcome to a new episode of our podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And in this episode, I am talking to you about the five breakup myths that stop you from getting over a breakup. And the reason I wanted to share this with you is that sometimes when we are looking online or reading or listening to what people um, tell us to do, sometimes it's so easy to just get lost in getting so many advice that we tend that we then start to do things that are not very helpful, um, that do not support our healing um, process, especially when we are going through this tough time. I know that going through a breakup, it, it could be very, very lonely journey. And this is something that I struggled with for years um, because I did not know what to do, especially at first. And this is why um, and, and also I did most of the things that I'm going to share with you today. So let's get started with the number one myth. Myth number one is that the way to get over someone is to get under another. Mm, well, this is something that I see over and over again online. Sometimes people think that, oh, maybe the best way to forget someone is to have a new relationship. And even though it might sound that it's working on the surface, meaning that sometimes you think that you have, that you are already over someone, especially when you start, you know, going out and then having new experiences and new events and new things with the new partner, uh, with the new boyfriend, but then you realize that deep within there's still you know, um, a subtle sense of pain. Um, and this is something that I can definitely relate to, guilty as <laughs> as I can be. I've done that. And I'm telling you, it's not the best place to be because you just keep running away from pain and then you are adding more exhausting um, tasks to yourself by exerting or putting even more energy into the new relationship than which you can actually direct to your own healing. So definitely getting um, under someone or getting a new relationship or getting a, a rebound ASAP is not going to help you because it only just, um, you know, it only reinforces uh, the idea of running away from pain instead of just facing it, doing whatever you need to do uh, to heal. And then you can start fresh and then you start with a new attitude. But not only that, you start with clarity and a new vision for what kind of person or what kind of relationship you want to be in. Number two, getting busy and keeping your mind off the topic. This is something that I see over and over and over again online and especially in groups and, and women are advising, each, are advising each other to, you know, stay busy, to do, um, you know, hobbies, to do the things that, that they have always wanted to do um, but could not do during um, the relationship and then maybe, um, exercising, going to the gym, doing more work, do and even though, even though there is a great side, there's a great part that you can benefit from doing all of these activities and getting out and meeting new people, 
I'm not saying that it's all wrong. I'm just saying that if you are doing that with the intention to get your mind off the topic altogether or to run away from facing it, to run away from feeling the pain, to run away from being by yourself so that you don't start thinking about all these things again, then may, then this is when things start to get you know more challenging for you because eventually, eventually, Things are going to go bad enough that you have to start looking at the pain and the fear in the eye. So this is something that I've done, by the way, for such for such a long time. This is what I did. Just staying busy and accomplishing and getting all the certificates and studying and getting promotion and making more money. So I was just on the treadmill running. That This is something that I did so well. I could run for miles. But eventually I got to a point where I just broke down. There was complete meltdown and I could not run anymore because I did not have any more energy to actually run away from the pain. So I was like, I'm done. I'm exhausted. I don't even know what I'm running away from. And so... Getting busy for the sake of staying busy and keeping your your mind off the topic is not the way out. It's just numbing yourself. It's like it's like drinking or smoking or uh, you know binge watching on Netflix. It's the same thing. You're just running away from the pain, um, and you're not you're not facing. You're not facing the problem. You're just trying to avoid it, okay? Now let's move on to number three. The best revenge is to show him how successful you are without him. That's myth number three. Now, at the beginning stages of the breakup, um, when I was going through, um, when I was done, you know, just the sadness and uh, denial and trying to, you know, compromise and trying to make it work. And I, when I was done with all of that, and then eventually I got to a point where I was like angry. I'm like so pissed off of what he did and of how much I was trying to make it work, but it did not. I was like, dang, it, I I was really angry. I was really pissed off and I started uh, initially, I started to direct that anger to, you know, my to my dedication to figure things out. I was like, I need to figure this freaking thing out. Yes. And so my anger, I made use of it. I redirected it towards my healing journey. I just focus on myself. So even though anger at first could be a much better place to be than being sad or having or being hopeless or being, you know, or being depressed or anxious, even though at, at first it's a much better place to be and it might give you this initial um, dose of motivation that you need to get your butt up and start moving. <laughs> but eventually this is not where you want to continue to be because anger towards your ex is going to blind you. If, if you maintain your energy in the angry place, you're going to hurt yourself sooner or later. You're going to hurt yourself sooner or later because you're going to continue to have your energy stuck 
and connected to your ex. So even though you're no longer together, even though you do, you no longer have um, a relationship where you are face-to-face and living with each other, uh, you still have your energy bound and connected and imprisoned with that person. You're thinking about him, like, what is he doing? Like, does he have a, another relationship or not? Um, how does he feel when he sees me, my new pictures on social media, when I'm crushing it? Does he feel regret? Does he feel sorry? Does he want to pick up the phone and to call me and to say, hey, I'm sorry, I'm still in love with you? If you're still thinking those thoughts, those thoughts, then you're not over him. You're not over him because if you are over him, you you will not be thinking about him at all. Not good thoughts and not bad thoughts. If you're still worrying about what or thinking, worrying or thinking about what he is he going to think when he sees you doing something, then you're still you're still stuck. Yes. I'm not saying that this is a terrible place. I'm just saying it's a much better place to be than being depressed or not doing anything at all. But I'm just saying that eventually this is not where you want to continue to be. All right. Um, And now let's move on to number four. If you miss him, then you love him. And this is something that keeps so many women stuck. It just keeps them stuck for sometimes for years and I can definitely relate to relate to that anytime initially because um, especially that we broke up and then we went back together and they broke up and then back together so like we were on and off for like quite some time actually <laughs> so uh, and it, at the beginning of the breakup phase anytime I started to feel like I miss him I was like holy smoke that means I love him that means we should we should be together that means we have something together that means we have a life together that means we could do things together yes so I equated the missing to the love now I'm here to tell you that missing someone does not mean that you love him at all period. When you miss someone, I mean, it could be love, but I would say 85%, more than 85% is not about love. You have spent a long time, probably, you know, months or even years together. You've done things, you went to places, you have mutual friends, um, you have memories, you've been to places, you have, you, you did things and you had experiences. And if you still live in the same place, especially, like so many things or almost everything around you reminds you of that person yes so you've had memories together in these places you've been to these places you have mutual friends um and then every time you you come in contact with any of these things or people then it brings you back to the memories that you had with you with your ex so it's not just a bit about the missing it's about the habit it's just a habit of having someone as a great part of your life and then you are taking that chunk away and then you're thinking like oh my god i love him no you're just missing a great habit a, a, a big habit that you had in your life yes and so know that initially it's okay but it does not mean that you love him and therefore it does not mean that anytime you miss him you think of picking up the phone and calling him and then you say like oh are you just are, i miss you do do you miss me yes so missing does not equate love missing is just a sign that you are um that you're missing a habit 
you're missing someone who represented um, a great or part of your life. Okay, but it does not mean that you love him, and it does not mean that you need to reach out to reach back out to him. It does not mean that he is the one. It just means that you need some time to have your life or to start living your life without that person as being part of it. Yes. Um, and then the last one is that if you leave him now, the next uh, girlfriend will get the best version of him. <laughs> and sometimes because we are so and and I think this is this is especially true for um for us women because like we don't want to you know let go of something that we have put so much energy and effort and time into and then you go like oh my god but someone else is going to get the benefits of this no <laughs> no 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 unless that person unless your ex makes the conscious decision to change from the man who is worthy and who deserves you until he makes that decision, there's nothing that you miss at all. And this is an illusion that we fall into. It's a lie that we believe, especially at the first phase of a breakup. Like a couple of weeks go by and then you go like, oh my God, he is changed by now. He's someone else. And then it, sometimes even, even when it does not happen, we still have the hope that it happens one day. Oh my God. Maybe, maybe the pain of us being like of our separation of not being together means that he got the lesson. And so he changed. No, <laughs> until you see consistent action that proves that there is change, then nothing happened. Yes, nothing happened. So you don't you don't go out and just um, assume that by you walking away or by you not being together or by him going through that pain, that means that he got the lesson and then he is a completely different person now. He's not. He is not until you see consistent action that proves otherwise. So you have nothing to lose. Yes. So these five myths, they just hinder and block you from continue from from being on the right path for healing you know and i'm not here to share them with you to make you feel bad about yourself remember i've been where you are and i know how it feels and i've done most of these things i struggled with them i'm just here to make your path a bit shorter so that you don't have to make the mistakes that i've done myself i'm here to save you time and energy so that you can show up and then you can put that time and energy into something that is much better and it serves you way more so my invitation to you today just to please make sure to review these myths and if you are going through if you are um, having one or even more of these just take some time with yourself be kind to yourself don't be judgmental and don't um, um, don't don't make yourself be feel even you know worse than how you already feel just be kind to yourself and remember that um, when you know better, you can do better. And so my last invitation to you today is to just make sure that you subscribe to 
um, the podcast so that you get a notification every time every time we have um, a new episode. And remember that you are not going through this alone. There's so many women everywhere in the world who are going through the same pain, the same struggle. And all you need to do, just remember that it's not just about you. You're not alone in this. You have our support. So just make sure to get subscribe because I promise I share things from my own experience. I'm not theorizing about this. I'm not, you know, it's true that I'm not a therapist. I'm not um, 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 a therapist or or anything by any means, but I've been through the experience and, and I have done the work. I've, uh, I've had many programs, I've had many trainings, I read many books, and I did the work. I did the work. I've been there. And that is what makes it so powerful. Yes. So please take the time to subscribe so that you get notified anytime put up, we put on a new episode. Take care of yourself and I'll catch you up in our next episode. But for now, 